Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Miracle Minded Podcast. It has been a while, so I want to thank you for your patience and for still being here and just trusting that, you know, the messages that need to come through are coming through. And in fact, there's so much I wanted to share. There's so much I have been moving through. You know, it's been a potent, powerful, revealing time in my life. And it has been a one of a kind season. And it's so rich in revelations. It's so rich in opportunity. It's so rich in divine spirit, really. Me coming closer to myself, me coming closer to God, me coming closer to listen, to hear what my true path is about. Because I found myself off path. And I say that without judgment. You know, we are moving about in this lifetime and we can see a lot of things. We can be inspired by a lot of things. We can feel different feelings and we're like, that's it. That's for me. I must go. This is the way it's meant to be. And then we can often find ourselves in situations where we're like, actually, something feels really off. And that's what I want to share in this episode of what started to unravel and it has been profound it has been highly uncomfortable and it has helped me really deepen into my true spiritual center about what I believe who I really am what I'm really made of you know the foundations of what I teach but I had to go deep into my own medicine and it has been a really beautiful time so before we go too deeply into this episode I want to first thank all of you that have been leaving your reviews on this podcast. Your reviews matter. They mean so much to me and they help the show reach more people globally. So I wanna thank you. And on that note of gratitude and appreciation and of seeing how the reviews have been growing, I have created a brand new gift for you as my podcast community. So the only way to get this is by doing what I'm about to tell you. Subscribe to the show whatever platform you're listening to, subscribe and then leave your honest review. Leave your review on the show. If you're here watching this on iTunes or listening on iTunes, you just want to scroll all the way down to the bottom and leave your review there. Take a screenshot of the review. This is important. Take that screenshot and then you want to send it to support at NicoleSylvester.com. Don't forget the H in my name, N-I-C-H-O-L-E. I spell it specially. So make sure that you do that. And after you do that, my team will confirm that you did leave a review and they will go ahead and send you over the gift. The gift is yours to keep. You can listen to it as many times as you need to. You can practice it as many times as you need to really drop into your heart, drop into your body and feel yourself in that power and trusting energy. So there's that. Now, if you've already left a review, I always get this question. If you've already left a review, you've already subscribed, and you are someone that's been listening like for the longest, then here's what you can do. Share your favorite episode on Instagram. Tag me. My team will see it. Send an email, support at NicoleSylvester.com. Just put in the, in the subject, free gift. My team will then check to see that you did leave a review back when you left it, and then they will 
go ahead and send you the gift too. So thank you so much for listening. I can't wait for you to get your hands on this and start this practice and see how it goes. So what I want to tell you about today is what has been really unraveling in my life. I have watched in awe and sometimes in like a horrified feeling, (laughs) sometimes in a what the F is even happening feeling. But now here we are, very end of November, I've settled into it now, into deep surrender, acceptance, and actually contentment. (laughs) Been feeling very content right now. I feel more at peace and at content than I have maybe ever, which kind of blows my mind. But I had to go through quite the stripping away for me to feel this way, okay, my friends? (laughs) So I have learned so much about my own spiritual beliefs and about my own spiritual stamina. And like, I just really have deepened and matured so much in terms of all of this. And it's been really beautiful. Now, I want to tell you what like started to go down. I've shared this in the podcast before. My 40th birthday back in May, I got COVID. And that was like the time. There is a before COVID and after COVID and Cole Sylvester. (laughs) And I was not too happy about that. And it wasn't because I'm having COVID symptoms of any kind, I'm not. It was because I never felt the same. Being in bed for three weeks, like so much changed. My values had changed. I didn't realize it. And really, I didn't want it. I didn't think I wanted it at least because it was inconvenient and it was going to mess with my plans. I had plans for this year. I had commitments for this year. I had a vision for this year and it wasn't to start going the way that I started going. But I have to tell you that this year has reminded me about true spiritual practice process, soul work, the teacher that I've come here to be. And I am not an internet spiritual teacher. And what I mean by that is I'm not here to be a teacher that plays on the surface. Manifestation is like surface level things. And I know some of you are like, what? I'm getting off. Stay with me here. (laughs) Stay with me here. Spirit is in all things all the time. Omnipotent, omnipresent. This intelligence is everywhere. So the way that I view my spiritual practices and the way that I view this intelligence leading our lives is deeper than me sitting down, writing out lists and feeling my way through all of it. That is my ability to influence it. We all have influence. But as I know from what happened in my life, uh, late 20s into my early 30s, is that I did not manifest that consciously. I was called upon. I was trying to manifest something else in fact, but everything started to fall apart. And what was coming was the essence of what I was really praying about. And I want you to catch that. The essence of what I was really praying about. The essence of who I was really made to be. The work I was really meant to create in this world. That is what was unfolding. But my my other life started falling apart. And I was like, what the hell? So my relationship with personal development, manifestation, and all these things is it's great. But I understand that there is a higher order at work at all times. We have influence. We can align with it. And in fact, the way to align with our highest and best is by surrendering to it at all times and giving ourselves over to it. So that's another conversation for a whole other day. Uh, I will leave a a whole podcast on this because this is some deep work. And 
what I want to talk about is the unraveling for me. So quickly, I want to share this for those of you that have not read my memoir, that my memoir, O Shift, A Journey from Chaos to Consciousness, the chaos was not stopping without me getting sick. If I look back at my life, I was not stopping. And that's because I was dependent on alcohol and sometimes drugs, definitely on way too much caffeine because I could not manage all of my unprocessed pain and all of my unprocessed emotion. You know, quick recap, I had dealt with and lived with a neglectful, painful, abusive upbringing. So I had both parents that were struggling with addiction, my mom with alcohol, my dad with heroin. I was witness and watched my father overdose multiple times. I was in a lot of unsafe, scary situations. And in that, as the oldest sister, watching my little brother and sister, as I got older, 15, right around when my dad got sober, things were still a nightmare in my home. But that's when I started to self-medicate. And I was like, oh, this numbs the pain that I haven't been able to deal with for all this time. I was a, a young child that had ulcers, stomach ulcers. I had heartburn. I had stomach pains all the time. I was shaky. Like I think of my dog Pablo, that was me. I was always like shaky <laughs> because I had so much anxiety. So at 15, I started self-medicating. Then at 17, I'm in my first abusive relationship. It didn't start out that way, but it turned that way pretty quickly. And then I get the guts to leave him. And what happens? He kidnaps me, beats me till I is unrecognizable. And then he drops me off at a hospital. That was the last time I've ever seen him. I'm so grateful that I did live. And in living, I lived with so much shame, so much pain, so much confusion. I just felt like my hole that was dug right there was so deep and the shame was so deep. I didn't know how to get out of it. So my path really went downhill from there in a lot of ways. And then I found myself three abusive relationships later. And I write about this all in the memoir for anyone that's like, I want to know the details of these things and how you got out of it. I write about it. That's what my book is about, Chaos the Consciousness. But in the chaos, what I'm getting to here is that I was on a path that I had decades of pain and I didn't know how to process it. I didn't know how. I never had the tools. So fast forward to later in life, I have my daughter. She is just under two and I have to escape this abusive relationship. So I literally had to, I get the feeling that I need to actually drug my ex in, in order for me to leave safely with my daughter. And that's what I did. And for those of you that know the story, you know, six weeks later, he actually did murder a woman in our home. So after that, not only did I have all the pain and all the shame and all the confusion and all the confliction of feeling like I have to be a, a single mom now and I have all this pain and I don't know how to do it and I don't know how I'm going to afford it. I don't know how any of these things are going to work out. But now I have guilt because I felt like that should have been me in some way. So there was all of this. And not knowing how to heal, I just turned to moving forward and focus on us having a normal life. That involved a lot of wine drinking. Sometimes it involved marijuana. Sometimes it involved Xanax. I was just trying to get by. 
and get to the next day, make it to the next day. And that that's like what I knew how make it to work, do all the things. But there was so much that happened. There was, you know, my car was repossessed. My home was foreclosed. Like, I mean, it was like stacking shit. But the only thing that led me to finding help was when I got sick. Was when my body said, enough. So I want you to tune into that for a moment because it really took my body saying enough. Common sense would say, yo, enough. Everything that I knew logically would say, none of this is good for you. But I didn't know how because anytime when I wouldn't take a medication to go to sleep or when I didn't drink, I would see my ex standing in the hallway. I had PTSD. I would have these flashbacks of scary times of feeling very afraid. And I'm like, how did I live? I would have visions of things that I never even personally saw, but I just imagined how bad it could be. So that's what I was living like, but it wasn't until I ended up having mono and that's when I knew I had Epstein-Barr virus and things went physically downhill for me and it put a hard stop on the way I was living because I was too unwell to have wine. I was too unwell to eat whatever the hell I wanted. I was too unwell to go for my third coffee or the fourth Red Bull or something that I was too unwell. I couldn't go to work at a nightclub and stay up until four in the morning, clocking out at three something, waking up at seven o'clock to take Chanel to school. I was too unwell. So my body said no. And then that was a horrible time. At the same time, it was the biggest blessing and biggest gift in my life because that's when I started researching how to heal. And in that research of how to heal, I was also diagnosed with a panic disorder. I was diagnosed with bipolar. I was diagnosed with all these things. And my doctors were just saying more medicine, like this is the way. But there was a feeling that there was more. And that's how I found meditation. That's how I found my spirituality. That's how I developed a relationship with God. That's how I realized that I actually wasn't broken, but I had to have a greater influence on my life. So I did. And in that influence, and as I went deeper down that path, the career that I had at the time, the career that I was building and that I was proud of, I was working at nightclubs. I was also, I was also working at New York Life, selling life insurance, and I was good at it. And I thought, this is the job for me because this is the only thing that I can do with my education level as a single mom that needs money. And like, this is, this is it. I can make as much money as I can sell. This is it but it started to fall apart and God started to speak to me in new ways. And there was that time at that retreat that I write about in the book. And I've shared with you all many times is I got that message, share your story, help women, everything will be taken care of. So over the course of that year, my life unraveled the life that I knew it, the way that I was, the friendships I had, it was painful, but I had to trust in what was emerging. Now, since then, I have to say that it was pretty much like building that My body got better, my mind got better, my money got better. I was like, all, here we go, all is well. However, however, (laughs) 
why did it start feeling like that around my 40th birthday? Like, I don't know. It was, it was insane to watch because I thought that was a one-time situation. <laughs> like, this can't happen again. And I really didn't think it was happening again. I just thought like, okay, little rough patch. I'll be back to myself as I know myself. But then there came a time, maybe it was in July, where I wrote the program I'm in. I'm in a program called Body Centered Leadership. We do a lot of deep work and there was a lot of things coming up for me like old traumas clearing. Basically, the program is about liberating energies that have been trapped in the body, helping me process the old emotions. So all that stuff I shared with you that has been kind of gathered, collected, and stored in the database of my body, we've been working to release it. And it's changed me. It's changed me. So I had a really intense retreat with that program. I mean, it was it was intense. It was hard to deal with. It was sad and also there was beautiful things about it as well, but then I got COVID right after. I never went back to being the same. So when I say I never went back to being the same, I just couldn't find the same energy of striving. Like the interests, the big goals. I had goals, but they didn't feel like the other goals. There was a softness to it. There was a surrender to it. There was a trust to it. I didn't want to push anymore. I didn't want to strive. And that felt very unfamiliar to me because I had been in this striving energy for years. And really, it served me for a very long time. But I realized perhaps that was a trauma response of trying to be enough. That's another conversation I want to have on another day with you. But let's just say this. Afterwards, I felt that I felt different. And I also felt physically, I wanted to go to the doctor because I wanted to optimize my well-being. I listened to a lot of health podcasts. I buy a ton of supplements. You should saw my place before I left in Marina Del Rey. I had probably over $1,000 worth of supplements that I bought at Air One, just going there for lunch here and there. And I would buy things because I like the branding. I buy things because I heard it on a podcast. And like then I had this feeling that my body doesn't want all these supplements, that it's overloading my system. So I started researching and found an integrative doctor. Now, a regular internist like medicine, they're looking at what you have going on and they're treating symptoms. You know you have a sore throat, you go, they check you for strep throat, they give you an antibiotic if you need it that kind of vibe. If I go to that kind of doctor and they look at my blood, there's nothing that they can really find. Like everything looks great. And that's frustrating because ever since, you know, 11 years ago when I had mono and I found out I had Epstein-Barr, my energy levels were never quite the same. Like I've shared this on a podcast probably over a year ago. I can't go work out like I once did. I don't push myself. Of course, I feel like I'm out of the push energy, but I realized my energy levels were just off. And post-COVID, I was like really noticing it. So I wanted to get it checked. So I researched, I found an integrative medicine. Integrative is looking at your whole, your mind, body, spirit, things that have happened to your body in the past, the things that your mind, you know, your mind thinks, your fears, everything. So I go and I find Dr. Jessica Cho. She is the founder of the Wellness Center in Century City, Los Angeles area. 
and she's phenomenal. If you look her up, she has like five stars all over. She found something with me that has been a lifetime thing and that over time it gets louder, which means your body shows more symptoms. And what she found, like no other doctor, and I've been to other functional medicine, but I've never been to an integrative doctor and not one that I like researched this deeply. So she found something. Now, before I tell you what she found, what I want to remind you is that my belief is that there's a spiritual component to everything. Mental, what you're thinking. Physical, what you're feeling. Like God will slow you down. God will reroute you. That there's this way that life has of getting our attention and getting us to walk a one-of-a-kind path, right? So what she found, and she, she guessed it by looking at me, by listening to my symptoms, by asking me a few questions, she found this situation. So she asked me about my past. So I shared like there's addiction and that runs in the family, insomnia that runs in the family, um, high stress levels, anxiety, depression, all these things run in my family, especially on my dad's side of the family. So she guessed that there was this gene, MTHFR. It sounds like, to me, the acronym was like motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, what is this? But I've done a ton of re research on it since. So she guessed that. And what it came back is that I did have that gene expressing and it had mutated. And it was creating all sorts of havoc in my body. It had me, like, it had my biological age older than I really am. And had my energy levels like way older than I really am. Now, this is not a new thing. It's probably been expressing for a long time. And it just got compounded. And my theory is that COVID just like compounded it. But my other theory on theory is that like God is like, if you don't pay attention and listen. Because I have had these knowings in my heart. And I've had things that have downloaded for me. And I say, later. I'll do that later. That will be later. When I have this, when I make more money, when this is already set up, when I've already had that done. It was like very much in my head and I was like telling life when I would do the thing. But life was like, no, you're going to focus on this right now. So I got slowed down. Now, getting this, these results back, there was another thing. When this gene mutates, you can create a very high level of a toxic amino acid in your blood. And I had that. It's homocysteine is I think the way you say it. And then there was like four heavy metals that were like really horrible levels. So basically I got this, this news when I was in Austin early September. And this really stopped me in my tracks because I had a feeling that I wanted to go deeper. I had a feeling that all my other doctors, I get blood taken every six months. I'm like, they're missing something. There's something that's missing. And if, if I want to optimize, if I want to eat a certain way, if I want to do certain things, I need to really know what's going on. But no one was finding anything. Have you ever had that? I know a lot of people that are dealing with mystery things because their doctors can't find it. So this stopped me in my tracks. And I looked at what was happening on the physical reflection. I looked at what was happening spiritually on a soul level, like my values were changing. I didn't feel like doing the things I was doing the way I was doing them anymore. I was in a community, another program I was in, where it was like very much money, 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 
people are celebrated, the more money they make. People are like, more people are going to them, the more money they make. And it felt very exhausting to me because I didn't have that striving energy anymore. And I was thinking it's going to kick back in at any time. But once I got this health situation came back, I was like, hold up. I need to move differently. So my doctor put me on a three-month protocol. And we went through the protocol. I instantly, like within the first two weeks, I felt different. I felt different. Like she had me on peptides. She had me on like a pharmaceutical level um, different vitamins, really high doses to really kick things in. If you research this gene, essentially your body, if this gene is expressing, right? If this gene is expressing, if you know anything about epigenetics, if this gene is expressing, then the result is that your body's not going to bake, methylate, receive. You know, there's a lot of ways you can look at this. The vitamins, the minerals, the nutrition that you're really taking in. So you can become malnutrition while you're eating so healthfully because I eat really well. But even though I was eating well, if I'm really transparent, which I'm gonna be with you for the sake of you finding your ultimate wellness, I was drinking so many spicy margaritas. I mean, I just got back from Cabo around the time when I got this blood test taken. I was going to In-N-Out, taking Chanel there, and I would get animal-style fries, which for you people on the West Coast, you know, it's like there's cheese on it, there's fried onions on it. I was like, what's this gonna hurt? I'm eating everything else organic and healthy. So, you know, I I just want to keep it real with you on where I was. But for the most part, out of the average person's diet, I mean, I was organic, healthy, greens, grass-fed, whatever, you know, I was on it. But, you know, I wasn't at, I wasn't at the level that I needed to be. So there was that. And then if we look at the environment, environment that can express genes is not just food and drink. It is also thoughts. It is stress. It is environment like where you're physically at. Like I was in LA. It's freaking stressful. You know, I realized that it was stressful. I lived on the water, which I loved. I love taking my walks on the water. But, you know, there was just like, I lived four miles from LAX. It was like the noise of the planes. The, the, when I looked at the heavy metals, I was like, okay, is this LA water? Is this the like soot that's coming from the planes? We would see it, you know, like you could see the soot on the windowsills and things like that. So I was just like, mm, I gotta go. You know, I already was kind of out at the time. Like, if you remember, I packed up my things and went to a pod, came to Austin. I was like, let me feel it out there. But now I'm in Austin and I have a place here for seven months. So I'm I'm feeling like I'm in this like little space that's, um, when I say little, because it feels really cozy, but this content place. You know, I have a little backyard that's fenced in for the dogs. I'm surrounded by all trees. It's cozy. If you can hear the echo right now, my place is pretty empty. We have all of our furniture coming. So everything arrives in the next eight days, which is really exciting. But it's been a time of essentialism, remembering what is real, what is true, what is important. I had to remember like what I've really created and what God is calling me to create moving forward. See, for me, when I say I'm not striving, that doesn't mean I'm going to not have money because money for me is a natural state of being. Me making money, me making tens and tens of thousands of dollars every month is a natural state of being. I do believe that a natural state of being of making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month is going to be real. 
and that's very much a natural thing but just like a seed has to be planted and blossom we need to make time and space and allow that to unfold and if we try to rush it or force it or say it should be now it creates suffering it creates strife it creates cortisol in the body which i was not available for anymore so when i understood what was happening on a physical level and i looked at what was happening on a soul level I just had to surrender to the fact that I was changing and that life wanted me to slow down and that came with a big ego death. I wrote about this back in the very beginning of October. As I'm recording this, it is November 27th. So we are, you know, it's been a while, but I really had to let some of these things simmer. I had to look at what was real from it and when I had the ego death, it was because I had to admit, I had to come clean that I was changing and that I was no longer who I thought I was. Of course, you're going to see, and for those that have been in my world for a while, like Nicole, Nikki, it's me, I've been here, it's who I am. There's an essence that is unchanged. And then there's going to be ways of being that are not going to be there like they were. And this is what happens as we heal. As we heal parts of us that we thought we had to do things or be things because that would make us enough. That you don't have to do that anymore. Because one day you wake up and you're like, I am so already enough. I am so already rich. I am so already good. Like... Let me just remember. And I went through a sacred, radical, I would say it's fucking, it was radical remembering. And I had a revelation. And so, so much shifted. So there's so much I could say, and I don't want to make this a really super long podcast because I wanted to get this going. But what I want to tell you is that, yes, I got on my protocol. Yes, I feel so much different now. Yes, life is different. But also, I don't think I'm ever going back to the way life was. Because what I've been invited to do from spirit is I'm being called to speak more and more on what it's like to be truly well, to be wealthy, truly live in a nourished business. There's a new paradigm of feminine business. And when I say that, I say that from the knowing that what I thought feminine business was and feminine leadership was, it's not that anymore. It's deeper, it's softer, it's more nurturing. It is more in the heart not so much in the head, not so much planning and with an agenda. So I see all of that differently. You're going to hear me talk about it. I can sense where my path is going and my teachings are going and the work I'm doing. And we're all, we're not going to give up the things that are here, the good that's here, the abundance that's here. In fact, it's only going to overflow even more. But what has happened for me is when I say the striving is not present, I'm surrendered to a natural divine unfolding and it's overflow and overflowing and it's the highest good only. And it's not just my highest good, it's the highest good for all. It's the highest good for all. It's like I've given my life over to God. And when I say God, people write me and they're like, are you Christian? No, I'm not. But I get down with Christianity. I get down with anything that is like, for the highest good you know I will chant Om. I will give thanks for all of Jesus's teachings and the work of the Bible I read and study and have been a student of the Course in Miracles for a very long time 
You know, I am down with it all. So for me, when I say that I've given my life over to God, there's this intelligence that had guided me in the first place to share my story, help women, everything will be taken care of. I've given my life over to it again in an even more profound way. And there's a saying, and I, I believe this is a biblical teaching, but it's like cast your crown. And for those of you that have never heard of it, there's this saying that you can cast your crown to the throne of the Most High. And what that means is your crown is your title, your identity, your salary, your achievements. You can cast it to the throne. You can surrender it because there's an upgrade. <laughs> there's more. If you've been given this, then you can have even more. But you have to be willing to let go of everything that you've been. So when I had that ego death, it was like I was so holding on to the me in everything that I've created up until now, and I was afraid to lose it. I was afraid to lose the, the, the brilliance, the abundance, the, the things, the legacy that I started to create. I thought, this is, this is so good. This is so great. Like, I've created all this. I, I'm still in awe of everything I've created, and I was afraid to lose it. I was afraid to lose it myself. But there came a point where I thought, like, if I'm not really being everything that I've been called to be and if I'm not really being my true authentic self and I'm not really truly living in peace and if I'm not truly living in surrender, then I'm not, I'm not going to try to fight it. Let me let go. And it was this, if I let go, I went into my bubble and everything started rearranging and peace took over. And not only did peace take over, bigger visions with more softness, with more trust came through. And now I can't unsee what I see. So I was on the internet and I was seeing like everything that I was being and, and things that had like before like persuaded me. And I saw like the way that there was this chase energy and this not enough energy and this, these agendas. And I was just like, I can't right now. I have to get off of here. <laughs> so I got off. I just got off. And so I've been on this social media detox and I'm not saying that any of these things are bad or wrong or good or right. What I'm saying is that I had to detox. So there's times when we will be called to do a radical, take a radical step. I talk about this a lot with the women in my world because there's women that they've been stuck for a long time. Like women come to me and they've been stuck for two years feeling stuck and depressed. Or they come to me and they're like, for six months I've been like this. They don't want to let go of what was. They can't give up the old dream. They can't cast that crown. They're not willing to let that go for everything that could become. They want to stay comfortable. And what I've learned is that the faster we're willing to let go, the faster the, the good flows in. The upgrade flows in. The becoming will truly. But so much of our becoming involves us becoming undone too. So one of the things I realized is like, I can't do this internet spirituality where I'm staying on the surface anymore, where we're in control of everything and we're trying to keep everything neat and clean and perfect. Like soul work is not that. It's not. I'm about deep devotion. I'm about living 
and your highest purpose and potential. I'm about living in true alignment and being well, knowing that you are enough and that you are perfect as you are, and really giving yourself permission to let that come out and allowing yourself to feel all of the things that you're going to feel as you begin doing this work. It's messy sometimes. I hold women in that work, and I had to hold myself in this. And I've had people hold me in it. Because we're not meant to do it alone. That's why God works through people, but we have to let them in. But you have to let yourself walk through the gateway of, I'm willing to walk into new territory. And that doesn't always look like making a big investment. I have people that in my world that make big investments and they hide from the investment. They don't show up for the investment. They never do the sessions. They just go, they avoid them. What's that? That's not, that's not the work. It's like showing up in the things, buying the book and reading it. Unless you're just like, this book, I cannot get through it. It's not for my soul. I get it. (laughs) But like actually doing the things, sitting down and confronting yourself, feeling the things, getting honest about things not working that you're pretending are working, getting honest about the way that you don't feel your best and investing in going to the best doctor, even if it's thousands of dollars. That's why the money is important. So... This is just a little snapshot into what unfolded. And I'm going to share so much. I have so many good things coming up on this podcast. We have so many amazing speakers. That's one thing I've gotten clear on is I want to share more of my teachers, the people that I work with, my good friends, my peers, people that I've been inspired by, people that you know I buy their products. I want to bring them here to share their gifts and their wisdom with you for sure coming up in the next coming months into the new year. I also want to share some of the messages from my recent miracle-minded immersion because it was powerful. And I want to do a whole I'm going to do a whole thing sharing about what happened because that was a big part of it. That was a big part of it. When I got to that event, like days leading up to the event, my soul got really loud. And I was fragmented because there was my ego that didn't want to give up the past and what I thought that I should be now and what I wanted to pretend I was now. And then there was my soul and God that was like, no, no, like vulnerability is required here. We like, we are going deep here. That is the medicine that you're bringing here. So it felt like this fragmented, conflicted time. I'm gonna share about that. But the event was powerful. It was powerful. Every time I have an event, I'm like, that was the best yet. But each time there's a deepening, there's an evolution and they're never the same. The content is never the same. The intention is never the same. So it was perfect for the season. So there's a lot more I wanna share about that as well. But what I wanna tell you is this. For those of you that are want to be more well, and if you're honest, and the only, the only person that you can be really honest with is yourself, no one else can tell you that you're not being honest. That's a, that's a conversation that we have to have with ourselves. And of course, someone can look in and say, don't you see what you're creating? You say you want to be well, but look at what you're choosing. You say you want to have more money, but look at how you're living. You say you want to have healthy relationships, but look at what you're doing. Like People can, of course, mirror things back to us, but at the end of the day, you know when you're being honest with yourself and when you're not. So this is a reminder for you. If there's some area in your life that you just feel like is out of alignment, life is yelling, hey, there's a better way, but I need you to pay attention. Pay attention. 
and be willing to do whatever it takes and invest in the right support. Like for me, it was investing in the right doctor. I'll tell you that my doctor, it's not cheap. But I invest so much in my business. I invest so much on making money. I invest so much on having fun and traveling and adventure. But my body is the companion for that. So I'm always going to invest so much in my body. I'm always going to invest so much in my body. She deserves, she deserves the best. So does your body. I'm sending a little love to your body in this message. I hope you feel it. Your body deserves it too. And you got to start with where you're at. So if it's just eating better, if it's cutting down on things that are not good for your body, it's getting honest about that. You know, so as I've been in this this little bubble over here, I call it my nourishment bubble. You know, it's like a sanctuary. I've been listening to things that just lift my spirit. I've been journaling. I've been reading. I've been serving. Right. I have all my private clients. We're all on Boxer. I have embodiment, um, embodied awakening that's going, and that's been really deep and beautiful. I have the miracle realm. I have new things coming up that are going to be announced very soon as we move into the new year. So my work, my mission, that's still going. It's just that I'm retreating from the world and the noise of other people's agendas, other people's plans, because I need to get clear on what my plan is. And it's one of a kind. And so is yours. Your plan is one of a kind. And for you to live as your fullest expression of who you're really meant to be, there has to be seasons where you really listen to it and you get really honest and you trust it and you obey whatever your soul is asking you to do. Call it your soul, call it God, call it Jesus, call it the universe, call it your highest self. But there's a knowing that we all have. There's a knowing that we all have and you have it. There's something you've been guided towards and there's something you're being guided away from. And there's a way of living that maybe you're telling yourself, I'm gonna get to that later. Because I had so many commitments this year and I was living so fast, I told myself, January, this is how I'm going to be. But life said, no, it's going to happen in September. <laughs> and September was just the beginning. But then October, it was really like, oh, you're not listening. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we have to listen. So I've been here, you know, I'm on my protocol doing the supplements and things. But I go to sauna a couple times a week. I am drinking all sorts of concoctions. Like I drink... Um, cranberry water it's just like blended cranberries water and lime i'm drinking smoothies one smoothie a day i do the the medical medium the heavy metal detox and just because i'm saying medical medium i'm not on his protocol i don't at my body when i muscle test myself it doesn't say yes to everything that he says so i check on what feels true like i still have some animal proteins I am eating so many organic things i went from not cooking any of my own food to cooking all my own food it's been a really beautiful shift and it's a season so you know at the same season I'm also visioning like Chanel and I are taking a really beautiful baller trip to Italy and like that's also going to happen and when I do that I will be in this place where I'm like yes I'm going to be drinking the cappuccinos the wines the pasta and the bread because I'm in Italy <laughs> but for now in this season I'm deeply devoted to turning that gene off of listening to what the message is here for me to knowing that there's millions of women out there that are just moving at a pace that is not the pace of their spirit that is like at the pace of their ego at the pace of the world and I know that in this coming year I'm meant to work with those women as we redefine success because I've been redefining what success means to me and I've had to unplug from the 
the noise of what success looks like to someone else. I'm here for sustainable success. And the word that I want to leave on the hearts of people all around the world is that you matter so much and you have to matter to yourself first and that there's nothing wrong with you and that to uncover all that is right with you, you have to embrace yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to come home to yourself. You have to treat yourself like your own safe space. And if you're not, life will scream at you. It screams at you with anxiety, depression, ways that you feel insecure, ways that you feel stuck. Life is screaming at you. It's asking you to come closer, come closer to yourself, come closer to God. Have more faith in this intelligence. This intelligence has brought you to life. It keeps your heart beating every night. Can you trust when your body says something is off? Ongoing feelings of anxiety, depression, feeling stuckness, not inspired, feeling less hope. All of these things are signs that your body is saying, hi, I need you, come back home. But oftentimes our culture is so caught up with the internet. We're so caught up with social media scrolling. We're watching celebrities and it's like, your life needs your attention. Your life needs your love. Come back home to it now. So this is your reminder. That's it. It's just a reminder. Let me know how it lands for you. I hope this helps you and I trust that it lands in the right way for the right person right now. I love you. All right, my miracle-minded friend, don't forget to get your free gift. All you have to do is subscribe, leave a review, screenshot that review, and send it to support at NicoleSylvester.com, and my team will send that gift right out to you. Now, before you go, I want to remind you the power of these words, this episode, this story. We share stories because it holds the power to change someone else's life. That's the power of our stories and our testimonies and the things that we're moving through if we're willing to share them without any shame and just know that we're all on the path and we're constantly in progress. I want to remind you to search into your life and see if there's someone that could benefit from this message, someone that is moving through a health situation, someone that may have some unexplainable symptoms, someone that may have been moving at a pace that does not feel good to them anymore, someone that may be moving through a big life transition, I want to invite you to share this message with them. You never know the power that can be unlocked with just a simple share of information. I am the kind of person that shares information with my friends, with my daughter, with my clients. If it moves me, I trust it's going to move someone else. So my friends, share this message with someone you love, and I will see you in the next episode, my friends. So the links to my books are down below if you want to get the Audible and listen in. I've read it myself. There's also the option to buy on Amazon. There's also my Manifest Your $10,000 Month workbook. You can find links to other programs and offerings and all the good stuff that are down below in the show notes. Until next time, my friends, remember that you can tap into your miracle mind and you can open your heart to the highest good for not only you, but for all. I'll talk to you next time.